want to know exactly how I'm feeling? I just stood here in this Los Angeles County and witnessed the worst miscarriage of justice that this world has ever seen. You want to know how I feel? I'll tell you exactly how I feel. I got some names that I want to call. Alex Spiro, Desiree Perez, and the whole wicked system of rock nation, including you, Jay-Z. Yes. You who say you rose from the gutter, but you have traded and charted the souls of young men, and you're still doing it. The only independent witness in this courtroom is a man whose name is Sean Kelly. He came to court, and our attorneys, he would not even shake their hand after he went upstairs with Kathy Ta and Alex Bart. They met without a witness, and then the man came back, and I sat in the hallway while he sat with Jody Little, the prosecutor's investigator, who acted so dumb, an intelligent woman who did not want... Listen, I've seen so much evidence buried in this, and I know exactly what the public out here will say. Don't talk. You will say, I say this because I'm a father. See, I am a father of thousands around the world. I'm a father of my kids, but a spiritual father to many. And I don't make stupid allegations because I got nothing better to do. You all have been bartering and trading the souls of young black and brown men in this country. And I'm calling on all the umbrellas. I'm calling on everybody in this country to begin to rise up because your sons have been done dirty. Salutations and welcome to the Primal Beast Podcast. I'm your host, 
with the most mental man to die, P. And man, we gonna get right into things, man, because uh, this is real. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, in the case of Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, uh, Tory Lanez was found guilty on all charges in the incident involving him and her and um, the ex-best friend of Megan Thee Stallion. All I know is that her first name is Kelsey. Back in 20, uh, this incident that stems back to 2020. All right. Let me say this, man. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack here. Uh, that clip I just played was a clip of Tory Lanez's father. Okay, speaking about the wicked system, the injustices of that system, calling out Jay-Z, calling out uh, the lady Perez. I forgot her first name. Uh, check this out, man. Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, before I get into this, make sure you become a Patreon subscriber today and also do not hesitate to reach out to him for personal consultations. But listen, man, I got to. I'm really about to delve into this, man, as a brotherhood fellowship, man. It doesn't matter. We are living in a day and time. Well, honestly, man, the system, it just wants blood. And specifically, the blood of men. It's not just black men or brown men, but it's white men, Asian men, Hispanic men, Middle Eastern men. You know, and what we see with this Tory Lane's verdict is that this shit's not fair. I got to keep it a buck. Hell yeah, man. We going to get into this whole thing with Tori, you know, and with Megan and her friend. But honestly, bro, and I haven't really followed this case that strong. But what I do know is that, honestly, this was a weak case. I think it was bad representation on the defense team of, of Tory Lanez. And I feel there were just too many holes in the stories of both Megan Thee Stallion and her former best friend. Who Tory Lane, he clapped both their fucking cheeks, might I add. In this case, we see where Megan Thee Stallion was, you know, number one, she, she lied and denied and capped real hard about even having a sexual relationship. Or having relations with Tory Lanez when she was on a Gayle King show. Her friend. There were, you know, holes all in her story as well. Right? And I'm going to take my time with this, man, today. Because, again, I don't, I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss a step. I don't want to misstep or misspeak or anything. Okay, but, you know, <laughs> there is genderism nowadays. And nowadays, bro, you know, because I remember, you know, well, for an example, when I'm like 19, 20, 21, 
Yeah, it was about maybe dealing with quantity of women. Today is specifically about the quality of woman that you deal with. And I must admit, what this shows is that, man, we, we do have to be a lot more judicious, a lot more wiser, and more cautious about the women that we're dealing with. See, man, that's the game advocate. Yes, man, that's what I'm here for, man. I, I do speak about, you know, hooking up and connecting with women, not just for sex, but even for relationships and or marriage. Absolutely. But we do have to be much more judicious and much more careful about the women that we deal with. We have to be careful about the women that we knock up. We got to be careful that about the women that really making sure a woman is really all about us. This is why I'm always talking about a woman being 100% invested into you. Is she all about you? Is she really for you? See, the first commandment ever given to the woman by the most high, Yahweh, was to what? Be a help me to a man. Not to be a thorn in his side. Not to be an enemy. Not to be his Delilah, not to be a Jezebel. And there's another passage of scripture in the bibliography that reads that, you know, a good wife, she does her husband good and not harm all the days of her life. See, because I know we have a lot of guys in the Red Pill community. And they almost feel like the chickens have come home to roost. See? See what we're talking about? Leave these bitches alone. All the passport, bro. See? That's why I'm getting out of here. Man, see? That's why I don't, you know, present and approach women. See? This is why I'm MGTOW. This is why I'm a man going my own way. And they're going to use this Tory Lane's uh, guilty verdict to add more steam and more veracity to their statements. Yeah, man. But see, bro, it's all about us really dealing with a virtuous woman, a woman that's for a woman that understands her divine femininity. What Tory Lanez was just dealing with was some ratchet shit. But before we get into that, let me say this. Because I want to address what Tory Lanez's father said about Jay-Z and about Tory Lanez refusing to sign with his record and management uh, record label or managed slash management company with Rock Nation. See, a lot of you guys, a lot of people don't understand this, man, what I'm about to really uh, tackle here When you talk about the world of Celebritism You know And being famous and shit Man that rabbit hole runs deep And I know Because see <laughs> I know a lot of guys Gonna look and say oh man he just tripping because that's his fucking son. And why wasn't he saying this before? Which I totally agree with. Yes. He never lied when he said that 
the music, that the industry, the system being wicked and how they barter and bargain these young men's rappers, you know, and singers, souls every day. And they've been doing it for decades. The music industry is wicked. Yes, they literally sell them soul, their souls. Blood contracts. Yeah, man. Rituals they have to do. See, a lot of you guys don't understand this shit. That's why I tell you, man, I don't even trust what celebrities have to say because they're not their own. They're puppets. They always are going to have to be PC. There's no such thing as a celebrity being real. You know why? They ain't trying to drop that bag. They're not trying to fuck up their brand. See, y'all sit up there and y'all watch somebody like Kanye West say, oh, man, he keeping it real. No, he's not. Your boy Yeezy? Your boy Yay? Ain't nothing but a motherfucking agent of chaos. He acts like he ain't with the shit, but he's really with the shit. In fact, in the interview, he said, hey, man, I'm still good. I'm worth $400 million. See, he can still live the lifestyle. This is what celebritism is all about. Materialism. Worldly gain. What profit a man to gain the world but lose his very own soul? See, Drake had an album called More Life. More Life. See, the life that we're supposed to live is for eternal life. But see, when they talk about more life, they're talking about in this world. What can they get? What can they require? Who has the biggest house? Who has the most cars? Who has the most money? Worldly possessions are their gods. They don't give a fuck about you. They sacrifice themselves to that game. And turn around and get you to want to be like them. And all they do, man, they're just there for image. A&R execs give every, gives every rapper their image. That ain't who they fucking are. No rapper is really as real as really in the motherfucking streets. Sliding and stepping. Motherfuckers ain't out here putting in work like that. Yeah, we got Young Thug in the case right now. But bro, he gonna get off, man. Yeah, Young Thug, YSL, they gonna be straight. And no, Gunner's not snitching. But you gotta read the court docs to understand that shit. Now, let me say this. In the case of Tory Lanez, there is some veracity and some validity to what he said about Tory Lanez not signing with Rock Nation. In case you guys don't know, Megan Thee Stallion is signed with Rock Nation. They about to put that bitch to work. Oh, yeah, all this court shit and everything. See, seriously, man, if Tory Lanez was signed to Rock Nation like Megan Thee Stallion, this shit probably wouldn't even go into court. This shit wouldn't even made it there. It would have been thrown the fuck out. Now, in case you guys don't understand about Rock Nation, when they had Rockefeller Records with Jay-Z and everything, they were in the same federal building as the FBI. Yeah, man. So when Tory Lanez's father called out Miss Perez, 
Now, in case you don't know who she is, she is the daughter of a big mob boss, but she flipped on her dad in the entire criminal organization to get granted, you know, immunity. Real shit. And she is the, uh, I don't know, I don't know if she's the CFO of Rock Nation or what have you. But yes, and this is well documented what, what, what her father's talking about and even what I'm saying right now. Well documented. Everyone would tell you that Rock Nation is the feds. In fact, man, most big organizations are tied in with the CIA, the FBI, and all the alphabet boys, ATF, any of that shit. When you post on Facebook, definitely, you're being watched. Twitter, absolutely. There's always someone watching. I always feel like somebody's watching me. And see, this is not a conspiracy theory, what I'm saying about Tory Lanez, because I, I forgot that I didn't even know that he wasn't signed to a major record label, that he's an independent artist, meaning he doesn't have the machine to back him up. Megan Thee Stallion had the machine behind her to back her up. It doesn't matter if Rihanna unfollows her or Beyonce unfollows her. She has the machine with her. And that's what saved her ass. And that's what just put Tory Lanez up the creek without a motherfucking paddle. See, y'all gotta understand how the how the rabbit hole, how deep it goes, and how this world really works. Remember, they always say, it "Ain't what you know, it's who you know." Having good friends in high places. That's why he called out Jay Z and Rock Nation. So that does have some validity to this case because the case was weak based on the knowledge and information that I have about it. Number one, with the gun, you know, let me tell y'all something, man, especially in a criminal case. Forensics evidence trumps every fucking thing. There was no uh, gun residue on the hand of Tory Lanez. Honestly, man, had he had a right, had he had a great defense team, man, this case, man, fuck, listen, fuck the testimonies and the hearsay and the she say and the hearsay and the they say. What does the forensics evidence say? See, it's two types of evidence when you go to court, especially in a criminal case. There's hard evidence and what's known as circumstantial evidence. Circumstantial evidence does not convict anyone. That's how we know this is bullshit. This is how we know this is bullshit. This is what makes me understand that it's definitely the machine behind Megan the Stallion. Oh, yeah, bro, we're going to get to the genderism and, and, and the part that Tory Lane played in this, too, because he's not totally to be absolved. But I want to I, I got to break this down first. Forensic evidence, though. When they can see blood samples, hair samples, 
DNA, forensic evidence. That was the number one game changer in finding out who's guilty and who's innocent. In any type of, you know, CSI case. Crime scene investigation cases. Dead ass. And then there are reports that Megan Thee Stallion didn't even get shot in the fucking foot. That she had a glass fragments in her foot. Now I remember when this shit happened. If you shot in the foot, you ain't going to be twerking two, three days later. So and that was always odd to me. You get shot in your fucking foot. And here you are twerking. I never remember her being on crutches or anything. Having a foot bandaged and shit. The fuck? But see, let me get the Tory Lanez here in a second. Number one, black man and gun, you're all equals guilty. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Black man and gun. It's just, he did it. Hmm. <laughs> You're guilty just by association. You're guilty just by your color alone. Oh, black man, oh yeah, he did that. Oh yeah, he discharged that firearm. Yep, he did it. Before they even hear any side of any argument from the prosecution or the defense. Yeah, he did it. And see, this is where the criminal justice system can be fair against black and brown men. Because now you have to prove your innocence. Because chances are, as soon as people hear that, whether you did it or you didn't, black man and gun is never a great, eye fu a, a great fucking deal. You having your blicky and shit on you? Yeah, I got my strap. Yeah, I got my burner. Yeah, I got the banger on me. Yeah, I got that hammer. Yeah, I got the toolie. I'm telling you, bro, as a black man, as a brown man, uh-oh. Spells trouble. Let's keep that a buck, man. Let's keep that all the way a buck. Always understand that shit. So coming into the courtroom, motherfuckers already giving him the side eye. And it's with a, against a woman as well? Mm-hmm. Boy. So that's number one with Tory Lanez. Secondly, I know a lot of guys say, man, he should never just fucked up, man. He should live for a long woo. Now, this incident occurred at Kylie Jenner's party, right? And as the reports go, Megan Thee Stallion, the bitch was wasted. Inebriated, out of fucking mind. Tory Lanez is in the pool chilling, or the jacuzzi or whatever, chilling with Kylie Jenner and some of her friends. Megan Thee Stallion, as they put her out the party for being belligerent, had too much to fucking drink. Her and her friend. See, that's another thing, bruh. 
And I, and I see this a lot. I've dealt with this. Let me tell y'all something, bro. Before I continue. Even on myself, bro. When you deal with women over time, multiple women in your life. Every woman is not going to be a beacon of virtuosity and wholesomeness. See, we can sit up here and want to judge and condemn Tory Lanez all the time. Man, leave these bitches alone, man. Do this, do that. Easier said than done. The only motherfuckers that can really say that is motherfuckers the bitches ain't checking for any fucking way. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. All these guys in the, you know, RP, Red Pill community and shit, Midtown. That ain't getting no action with the ladies anyway. Yeah, it's easy to say leave these hoes alone because the hoes not fucking with you anyway. They not choosing you any fucking way. That's why these guys, oh man, let me go get my passport. Let me get the fuck out of here. I did one show about the passport bros. I'm going to do another one. Because there's some real points I want to drive home speaking of that. But, bro, I've seen bitches, even in my own life, my own experience. I got to be honest with y'all, man. Just like Megan them. Just ratchet. Little bean, little bean head ass, you know, hood rats. No class. Got to get put out the club. Got to get put out the spot. You don't want to be around the bitch. Inebriated, drunk out of mind, goofy and loopy. Can't handle her emotions, can't handle her alcohol, don't know when she's had too much. Not being ladylike, not being classy, fucking up everybody's good mood and good time. Yeah, man, I've been there, I gotta be honest. More than once, more than a few occasions. And this is what happened with Megan Thee Stallion. Kylie Jenner. And her people had to tell her, would you, you know, would you just leave? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck on so we can go back to having a good time and having our party. You yelling, you screaming. And because, let me say this, bro. And when people get a little fame, sometimes people get a little success. It goes to their fucking head. And in the case of Megan Thee Stallion, I definitely believe that I can see that. Bitch ain't never had shit. Bitch from Houston, Texas. Shout out Houston, Texas. I love being in the 713, bruh. Shout out to all my people out there, man. I've dealt with a few women from Houston, from H-Town. But see, that's why I tell you guys, man. It's not about where a woman is from. You must. It's not about color. It's about looking at the woman's class, character, and culture. If you're going to be thinking about a girlfriend settling down, wifey, whatever, these are the three things you remember. What's her level of class? How was she built? How was her character? That's what you got to vet. That's what you got to gauge. And thirdly, you even have to, a lot of times, look at the woman's culture. What did she come from? What was her upbringing like? What was her rearing like? Who taught this bitch? Dead ass, man.
So we look at Tory Lanez. He didn't do himself any favors. Here you are, man. You rich. You successful. Man, call your own Uber. Where your people at? Where's your, you know, your handlers? Where's your, you know, your security, you know, your manager or something? Story goes, you know, yeah, her and her friend went outside or whatever. Megan takes her drunk ass back in the house, comes back out with, with Tory Lanez to get in the car with Megan Thee Stallion and her friend now. This is when shit starts to get messy. As the alleged reports go, May, um, Tory Lanez originally tried to, you know, shoot his shot at Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion says, no, I'm good, I'm Gucci at that time, and hooks you know, introduces Tory Lanez to her then best friend, uh, Kelsey. And Tory Lanez and her best friend, Kelsey, they hit it off. They start smashing. They begin a romantic relation, relationship or what have you, right? Uh, some type of way. Kelsey, she goes back home or whatever. And Megan the Stallion starts, you know, Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez starts fucking. All right? Behind her best friend's back, Kelsey. See? <laughs> That's the funny thing about it, bro. Then I always tell you, man, number one, women don't want you unless another woman wants you. See, when Tory Lanez first tried to pop his shot at Megan Thee Stallion, she's like, no, I'm cool, but here's my girl, though. Talk to her. Right? See how this goes with women. Uh, all of a sudden, once Kelsey starts fucking on Tory Lanez, all of a sudden now, Megan Thee Stallion wants a piece. Now she wants to fuck. Now she wants to smack. All of a sudden, he becomes a little bit more intriguing to her, a little bit more attractive to her, a little bit more interesting to her, a little bit more, you know, uh, uh, sexier to her. See, that's why sometimes when you meet women and they'll ask their friends, hey, girl, what you think about him? Then I tell you, man, women are gregarious creatures. Didn't I tell you that women, they receive social validation from other women, but they receive sexual validation from men? See, sometimes a bitch don't want you until her friend wants you or her enemy wants you or another bitch across the street wants you. That's number one. Well, that's number two. Thirdly, getting back to the night of the incident. Tory Lanez. Brings his silly ass outside. He's probably a little wasted, a little tip, tipsy too. But bruh. And this is where the biggest thing I hold him accountable for. It's not that you fuck Megan the Stallion and her friend. See, a lot of guys, man, just leave these hoes alone. To leave. No, listen, bro. We got to learn how to move again.
judiciously and be wise in what we're doing as men. Now, why would Tory Lanez, as the report goes again, go outside? Now, you know that you've been fucking this girl, Megan Thee Stallion, behind her friend's back. Why the fuck would you go outside and be messy? And as the story goes, Tory Lanez is the one that exposed the shit. Now, we get that Megan Thee Stallion was acting a goddamn fool. Going there, getting jealous because allegedly he was kicking it with Kylie Jenner. But Tory Lanez added more gasoline to the fucking fire. When he goes, hey, Kelsey, me and Megan, I've been fucking her too. And this was news to Kelsey. Now, this is a combustible situation. It's already too much tension there. So, all of a sudden, Kelsey snaps on motherfucking Megan Thee Stallion. Wait a minute, what, bitch? You been fucking a nigga I've been fucking behind my back? Now, here's, again, the duplicitous nature of women. I believe that Megan and, Megan and Kelsey had shared men before, had threesomes together before. Because a lot of these bitches, when they be talking about, yeah, that's my bestie, bitches for life and shit, they do everything together, including fucking this, uh, a lot of niggas together. Dead ass. If you ever want to know the truth about a woman, ask her bestie best friend or her sister. It's either going to be one of the, either, either a, a close sister or a bestie that she views as a sister. They know how nasty and promiscuous her friend is. I'm keeping this a buck with y'all, man. If you ever really just want to know. Mama ain't gonna know. Yeah, she can put it in the diary, in the journal. Nah, man, that best friend or that sister knows. Exactly. How she get down, how they get down. Dead ass, but I digress. But Tory, man, why the fuck would you get in the car with two bitches that you've been smashing? Besties. And the one bestie doesn't even know that you've been fucking her other bestie behind her back. Yeah, let me say this. Were they in an exclusive relationship? Tory Lanez and Kel No, they wasn't. But see, I told y'all, man, it's two things that will always rev a woman up. That's their insecurities and their jealousy. Dead ass. So as the story further goes at this point. Okay. I guess Kelsey and now Megan Thee Stallion get into it. Now, these bitches, drunk-ass, ghetto, ratchet-ass bitches are fighting right there in front of the motherfucking mansion, getting into the car or whatever. 
And Tory Lyons, what he should have did was stayed his ass right there, just kicking and chilling at the party. Now, even when Megan came back, tried to double back for him. Uh, come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on, Tory, get the fuck out right now. Let's go. See, I already know how this shit go. I dealt with rap, man. I know. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, man. Sometimes I like my bitches with a little ratchet, though. We all do. See, all these motherfuckers come on YouTube and podcasts acting like they're so perfect. The only perfect is they don't really fuck with a lot of females. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. The motherfuckers you're listening to, they, you know, listen. Every, let me, listen, bro. Every woman kind of comes with something. I'm not saying every, you know, we, uh, every woman has to be toxic or be crazy, bipolar, neurotic. Nah, bro, that ain't what I'm saying. But you're not going to be dealing with women and everything is just peaceful. Everything is just ooh la la. Nah, bro, that ain't even reality. You're going to deal with emotional drama with women. Yes, you are. I don't care how mild-mannered she is, how sweet she is, or how sweet it is. And especially with Western women. Now, does it always have to involve the fucking police and thing? No. No, it's just that they're emotional. And that's why I'm always talking about mastering your emotions and managing the emotions of a woman. For me, bro, I, honestly, I would have known, listen, I've been in this situation where I was fucking friends too, like Tory Lanez. But I know not to put myself directly between this friend and tell the other friend, yo, that's why I'm fucking your girl. I know what that would have led to. And men, bro, listen, being messy is a female trait. It's not a male's trait. Men, we're not messy. Let the bitches be messy. Let the women gossip. If something gonna be exposed, let the bitch expose it. Yeah, girl, we fucking. That's what I expect women to do. Big mouths, loud mouths. Can't keep a secret. Always got to let the cat out the bag. Victoria Lynch, you going outside between two best friends. And you going to tell the one best friend? That's what he fucked up at. He ain't fuck up because he fucked both of them. No, man, that's one fucking your girl. Oh. Now, you already see. This is why, men we have to have discernment. Meaning you got to be able to, to read the room, read the situation. You see, this girl is drunk out of fucking mind. You see how dumb she's acting with you and Kylie Jenner. So, again, bro. <laughs> You're going to add propane on top of a motherfucking gas fire already? That was dumb on his part. See, my daddy always told me, man, one bad moment. One bad moment can cost you years on your life. Now look at Tory Lanez now, because he didn't just stay his ass in the party. Because he didn't just say, nah, man, go on about your business, I'm going to holler at you later. Now this man is looking at 22 fucking years of imprisonment. Yes, that's an injustice. But, bro, we got to be wiser than that. And then, 
he has an illegally unregistered firearm? What? Man, just not wise all the way around. Even though he didn't discharge well, I know he didn't. The forensic evidence shows that he didn't even that his gun fingerprint wasn't even on the gun. But how the bitch even get to your shit to pull it out on anybody, on Megan or him or whoever? Now we got gunplay in the picture. Now the shit just get uglier by the second. And let me tell y'all something man, about black men. I, I'm, I'm say this to the brothers, man. Not the brotherhood, but the brothers. Hey, man, we don't really get a benefit of a doubt as it is. Anything that can will be used against us in the court of fucking law. Honestly, man, we don't we don't really get, you know, any type of, you know, grace in that way, man. We really don't. Our shit damn they got to be fucking squeaky clean when the boys show up. Dead ass. Yeah, it's not fair to us. No, it's not. I understand that, man. But this shit had ugly written all over. Now you got two drunk bitches fighting in the middle of the street. Now you trying to break it up. But in a lot of ways, Tory started the shit. Take your ass back in the house and shut the fuck up. If the bitches come and say, she say, yeah, that's why I'm fucking him. Okay, that's what women do. Well, now you go outside and now, you know, Kelsey want to fight you. She want to fight Megan. Megan want to fight you. All that shit over a lover's quarrel. That's what that's called. A lover's quarrel. Messy. Unnecessary. The one that he stuck his dick in both of them. A lot of these squares and, and lames is trying to say no. A lot of these goofies trying to say no. Don't get me wrong. Yes, you do. Let me say this. It is imperative that you know what bitch the fuck and what not the fuck. Let me say this, bro. <laughs> Because again, man, I've been here one too many times myself. Is it every day? No. Is it every week or every month? No. But throughout my life, I've dealt with some Megans. I've dealt with some Kelsies. Oh, yes, I have. See, let me say this, man. This is how I know your boy, Tori. I, hey, man, big up to him, man. See, for you guys, a bit, let me say the first off, before I get into this, for a lot of you guys, oh, man, that's because you, you know, man, I'm short. Megan is Stallion about her ass about 5'10", 5'11". She damn near six feet tall. And a girl ain't short stopping. Your boy, Tory Lanez, is only five foot, what, four? Five foot five? At the most? And he knocking down both of these uh, big bitches. What does this tell you? Remember, I'm always telling you guys about this game. Stop doubting yourself because you're not a certain height or you don't make a, a certain type of money or you're not big because, you know, you may not have a certain type of physique. 
You will be surprised. Like, honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. When Megan Thee Stallion first denied and capped about having sexual intercourse with Tory Lanez, I believed her because I didn't even see it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't think she'd go for somebody like that. Boy, was I wrong. And since I'm telling y'all, man, your baby mama, these chicks y'all deal with that you may see outside, these IG models you may see on motherfucking social media. I told you guys before, man, there are a lot of females that got baby daddies. And a bitch could be fine. And you may think she's fine. You may think she's a baddie. You may think she's sexy than a motherfucker. And he coming there looking like one of the, you know, the, one of the motherfucking seven little dwarfs from Snow White. He may come in there looking like motherfucking uh, Quasimodo from Nor uh, Nor uh, Hunchback of Nor the fucking Dane. Coming there looking like fucking Frankenstein. This is why you never doubt yourself. And look at, oh man, I can never get a girl like that, man. She wouldn't want to chat or stuff like me. And I know a lot of you guys say, well, man, Tory Lanez, he famous. Show a she. Oh, he got money. Show the she. They're both in the fucking industry. What the fuck y'all mean? She could have fucked anybody in the industry. Yeah, she was also fucking on Ben Simba. Yeah, she could have fucked any NFL or NBA player. So basically, in that industry, they're equals. As far as money and success goes. <laughs> you know, I told y'all, man, it's going to be a lot to unpack here. But see, getting back to my own experiences. So let me say this, man. All the times with women, you don't see the crazy till after you fucked her, after you dickmatized her. All the time, you don't see toxicity until she get caught up in the fucking feelings. After you didn't rock the tour, after you didn't sock the tour. I mean, I'm being, I'm, I'm being completely honest with you guys, man. And I know Tory Lanez like, damn, bitch. Because I had to say it several times. You're not even my girl. We just fucking. And it doesn't mean, and let me tell y'all something, bro. It doesn't matter. You can be honest with the woman like I have been. Listen, this is not a relationship. Listen. You know, all I'm telling you is like this. Don't bring me no special packages. And I won't bring you no special packages. You know, but. You know, we, yeah, we kick it. You cool. But we're not exclusive. This is not a relationship. You can explain this like I have. Several times in my life. And a bitch gonna still act stupid. The best she doesn't have class anything. Could still get crazy on you. And I know Tory Lanez like, damn, I'm, I'm dealing with a, you know, a, 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 a famous bitch. Are you tripping like this? You know what it was? You know what it is? I ain't even into you. Really, I'm into your girl. What transpired with us really wasn't even supposed to happen. And there she is at the party acting stupid like they're together.
See, this type of shit that a lot of bras do, especially when you whipping on them real good, man. Yeah, man, digmatization is real. When you get that, put a whip appeal on a bitch, you can't even predict that shit, man. So when guys are always like, yeah, man, you have to be careful. You have to do this. You have to do that. Man, easier said than done. When you're really outside, outside. When you're really out here on the fucking pavement. When you're really out here dealing with women. It ain't always just black and fucking white. Yes, be cautious. Yes, like I started this show saying, yes, be judicious. Yes, be wise. Yes, uh, uh, show some temperance. But see, you know, you got to also know how to bob and weave on the bras. All Tory Lanez, if he just would have stayed in the motherfucking house. Not even come outside. None of that shit. You know, because they're going to make it a stand. I'm like, yeah, he, he pointed at my foot and said, dance, bitch. And I'm so... I'm going to say, man, that is funny. That's some gangster shit. You know, you <laughs> if he did point the gun, listen, I'm not trying to make light of any type of violence, whether it's woman to man or man to woman, anything. But it is gangster shit if he did say, dance, bitch, dance. <laughs> That's some gangster shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy Oh man But uh <laughs> We gotta get our shit together man <laughs> But no man I'm some real shit though Goddamn, Dance bitch Dance Oh man A twerk bitch Twerk But But on the morning <laughs> Um, I'm trying to get past that shit. Because he told me to. This making a stand. He told me to dance, bitch. <laughs> but at any rate, man. <clears throat> the situation that you got to be the most careful with dealing with women is the aftermath. The morning after. Yeah, bro, because I got to be honest. Some women are so perilous, so toxic. Because, see, bro, when y'all deal with these women, this is why I say you can't predict crazy. A lot of them have been traumatized before, and it has nothing to do with you. Many of these women, they want acceptance from a man. They, want, they really want love, but they don't know how to give it nor receive it. All they know how to do is fuck you and suck on you. A lot of these women, they're not honest themselves about what they want from you. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? This is just fun. We just having a good time. I think you cool. We can hang out. We can fuck or whatever. Cool. Most women cool. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> after you clap those cheeks real good, all of a sudden, after you whip it on her real good, Things change for her. They don't change for you as a man. It changes for her. The attitude comes. 
Nothing. You like, wait a minute, shorty, hold on. You know what this is? You know what it was? And see, because a lot of females, when it comes to their emotions, they are not rational. Because she's feeling something because she wants more, automatically the woman thinks that you should want more. But when you don't want more because you stayed the course of action, and you meant what you said and said what you meant, but because now she's in her feelings, because now she's caught feelings, instantly you're the bad guy. Oh, he played me. Oh, he hurt me. No, bitch, you're lying. No, bitch, you, that's straight cap. I told you what it was since day one, bro. That's all you can do with a woman is let her know what is and what ain't. Yes, I like you. But I don't want a committed relationship with you. Okay. That's cool. But because you ain't pussy whipped. Because you like, hey, shorty, I'll see you in the meantime, between time. Why you ain't calling me today? Wait a minute. We not, when, when, I ain't got to talk to you every day. We're not in a relationship. You're not my girl. See, for what? See, men get rejected for sex. I keep telling you guys this. And women get rejected for relationships. But because you told her that a lot of women, they can't deal with that rejection. And this is when the crazy comes out. Some women turn violent physically. Some women may get so crazy they want to pop your tires or do something to hurt you. Like, damn, baby, hold on. What did Lil Wayne say back in the day? Uh... Don't, something about don't love me. Uh, if you can't love me, don't hurt me. Straight up. See, we talk about, let me say this, bro. In the court of law, even if you're dealing with a woman, it's a domestic situation. And let's say you the man, you called the police. You the one that called 12. When these officers show up, because they hear it's a male and a female, you're going to lose again. That's why I always tell you guys, man, you got to learn. We all have to learn how to walk away. And sometimes I get it. Your ego may not just want to let you walk away. I didn't start share. I didn't do anything. Usually, even when an officer comes up to a man's house where he's paying the mortgage, the property tax, the association fees, all the utilities on that house and everything, they'll still say, sir, we're just going to ask you to leave for the night. And as a man, you say, wait a minute, I'm a taxpayer here. Wait a minute, I pay rent here. Wait a minute, I pay the mortgage here. Wait a minute, I pay the bills here. See, they're never going to ask the woman to leave. They're going to ask you to leave. And if you don't leave or you refuse to leave, that's a whole other situation. Now they want to take you into custody for not leaving your own goddamn property. See, and this is another thing. See, a lot of bitches are cowards these days. Oh, yeah. See, when these females want to jump in your face, they want to act all crazy, talk to you disrespectful, 
You a bitch, you a bum ass dude. Fuck you. And this could be your baby mama. This could be a man's own wife. This could be his girlfriend. What you gonna do? A woman get jumping in a man's face. Trying to push you and shit. See, one thing that woman knows. Is that she can call law enforcement. She knows she can get you locked the fuck up. It's no different than a juvenile delinquent child. That, oh, if mama whoop me, or daddy whoop me, I'm going to call 12. Again, I'm going to call law enforcement. And see, I got to say this, man. This is why we talk about politics. And I didn't even know I was going to touch on this. Especially the Democratic Party. It breaks up the home. Anytime a man has to be asked to leave his home because of a domestic dispute. Anytime a child that's out of order, that's disorderly, that's disobedient. Can pick up the phone and call again law enforcement or child protective services or any other government agency because the Bible even says uh spirit of rod spoiled the child. Train up a child in a way that he should go, and when he grows old, it will not depart from him. Government. Should never get in the middle of family affairs. And see, this is what causes genderism. Male versus female. Female versus male. When a woman knows, hey, let me start some shit with him. Let me start an argument. To get him gone. To get him locked up. Get him out my hair. And here comes the enemy telling the man who's the protector, telling the man who's the provider to leave his post. Now, that's dumb on a woman's part. Absolutely. Bitch, you just ran away your provision. Bitch, you just ran away your fucking protection. Bitch, you just ran away your structure, your covering. A man is a covering of over the woman. That's why she's submissing yields. Because a man is even expected to risk his life to save the life of his woman and his children. So that's not, so you know you're not dealing with a virtuous woman. You're dealing with a dumbass bitch. That would even do that to her, number one, to her man and to herself. And then if they share children, even to the children. Bruh, we, you know what? We got part two coming up. Salute. Let's get it, man. But that's a dumbass bitch. Run your man off. A man is doing what he's supposed to do. But because you in your funky ass... Ratchet ass, baseless ass feelings. 
You do that to that man? See, let me tell you guys something again. When you're dealing with women, bro, we just can't be looking at a fat ass and a nice ass puppies. Damn, bro, she, I ain't gonna cap, man. She get that good top. Let me be honest with y'all, man. The craziest broads got the best punani, in my personal opinion. And I think <laughs> collectively, Universally, most men would say, yeah, man, it's the crazy bitches that got the best pussy. They're saying they know exactly how to make you feel good. They got the, they get the best top. They ride the best dick. They know how to throw it back, throw that little dip in their back and, you know, got the little arch in the lower in her little sciatica. And know how to throw it back just right. It's not the, it's the crazy ones that you may have the best sexual chemistry with. Real shit, man. And this is why a lot of times, man, me and we do deal with toxic ass women. We do allow them more chances. All based on that, just the sexual chemistry. You really don't like her. Hell, she really don't even like you. But, hey, we have good adult time together. <laughs> Real shit, man. And see, again, the, the guilty verdict. Because that was a weak-ass case. Tory Lanez, to me, is innocent. And I'm telling y'all, man, the rabbit hole runs deep. You guys would have to be fucking crazy not to consider how Megan Thee Stallion being with Rock Nation. You guys, see, man, you guys don't understand, man. When it's a high-profile celebrity case in the courts... There's a lot of moving parts to it. It's a lot of shit going on at the top of the food chain. It really is. Tory Lanez, in my estimation, innocent. But he didn't have the machine behind him. He didn't have the sponsors behind him. He didn't have... You know, listen, bro. When these artists sign these record deals, you get into that music business. Man, it ain't what you think it is. Again, these people have sacrifices to do. Rituals. That the public, is that is unbeknownst to the average Joe Blow. But you see the symbolism in the videos. When they have the one eye and you even see the uh, what they call spirit cookings in the bathtub with the blood and shit. Man, that's just real. And 
and Megan and both Tori is in that industry. You don't get that far up in your name out here and become that type of famous and you're not. Whether you are an independent artist or not. Whether you sign to a major label or not. But again, Tory Lanez didn't have the machine behind him. They did. And Megan Thee Stallion did. And they about to work this bitch. She about to be in the lab, in the studio all day. She's really about to blow up behind this. Because now they're about to use her as the face of the Me Too movement. See, y'all got to peep game. See, this is actually going to extend her career longer than what it would be. Oh, yeah, Jay-Z and Rock Nation. Hey, man, this bitch about to be on tour every day of the fucking week. I hope she's ready. Oh, bitch, you've been idle. Yeah, bitch, you've been fucking uh, Tory Lanez, the baby, Ben Simmons, and ain't no telling who else. Oh, yeah, we about to put this bitch to work. Yeah, man, they about to put this bitch on the blade, Jack. Oh, you know, we got you off now. Something is old. Y'all mean I got to go on the road and do all? Yep. Oh, yeah, they going to get a good three albums out of her. Oh, yeah, they about to flood the airways with this new Megan Thee Stallion. New Megan Thee Stallion. She about to be everywhere doing interviews and all type of shit. See, see, this is what the machine does. They're going to spin it in her favor. It's called damage control. See, she's already kind of been through a light humiliation ritual. But see, yeah, she's going to blow up as far as fame. But as far as fortune and money, they're about to get all that. Well, Rock Nation about to snatch all that. Well, I made two hundred fifty thousand on my on my last tour in uh, Dallas, Texas. I made two hundred thousand in Boston, Massachusetts. She may only see ten percent of that shit of that, because see, this is what they are—they're slaves. Many artists this is why they don't own shit. They don't even own their own masters. They don't own their own publishing. Many of them. The label owns that shit. All they do is give them front money, stunt money. I'm the number one stunner. What, 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 what? I'm the number one stunner. Stunt man, stunt woman. But don't own shit. Don't have shit. They just have access to shit. They just borrowing shit. I remember Snoop was talking about on Death Row and shit. And most labels operate like that. Nothing was in their name. Everything, Death Row, Death Row, Death Row. Image is what they sell, man. That's all these celebrities sell you, especially these, you know, all y'all. Everybody want to be a rapper. Oh, man, he hard, he this. Do these, man, look, do a lot of these rappers even write their own motherfucking uh, bars? No, many of them don't. A lot of them got ghostwriters and shit. And that's why sometimes it be hard to have a conversation of, you know, who's the top five rappers, dead or alive. I even got to make sure, hey, man, are you pinning your own shit? Is it coming from your own mind, your own way of delivery? 
Yuri. I'm telling y'all, man, what it is. This is now no conspiracy, anything. So then you add that element in with Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. Yes, he's going to be guilty. Oh, you ain't got no backing behind you. Who you with? Oh, a little independent nigga. Lock him up and throw away the key. But see us men overall. Let me get back to my original point. About what we can learn from this, man. Because... You know, the biggest, the four biggest uh, separatisms in our society has always been what? Race, religion, politics, and classism. These have always been the the, the isms. Classism, racism, religiosity, and politics. Are you Democrat or Republican? You the red or the blue? You the crip of the blood. You folks a vice lord. <laughs> you know? But now there's a new ism that's entered the, the fray known as genderism. Started by what? Feminism or womanism. And see, the danger of feminism is that. Women say, hey, I don't want to submit to a man. I want to compete against men in the workplace, in the labor force, in corporate America. When anything men can do, we can do. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. That's what feminism is all about. Trying to compete against men. Trying to outduel men. Trying to conquer men. Trying to dismiss men. Trying to denounce and or renounce men. Trying to forego men. Looking to despise men. Looking to defeat men. Because believe it or not, man, this is why I laugh. I wish guys would stop getting mad at feminism. Because they just want to be us. Because guess what, bro? It's cool to be the man. You know that? When you are the man. When you have access. When you're cool and you're confident and you're charming. And you bold. Man, you'll have some women that will look at that and it's called penis envy. They envy the fact that you got a dick and she got a pussy. Envy the fact that, hey, she got to have a motherfucking period once 28 days. Every 28 days. And you don't. A lot of women are envious of the fact, oh, I have to have a baby And hold it for nine months. And you don't. See this is the real jealousy. Behind why. There is so hard for so. Many of the ladies. To embrace femininity. And be comfortable with femininity. And live in their femininity. 
and live in their truth of being a woman. I know what it is, Jack. They don't bother me. Because you know why I know this? I've heard too many times women say, y'all men. Y'all men. Oh, y'all got to do is go out and make money. Y'all ain't got to be dealing with the kids all day. Y'all ain't got to Listen, there have always been traditional roles for men as well as women. And I'm going to tell you ladies something, man, under the sound of my voice. It's much easier to be a woman than it is to be a man. Let me tell you right now. See, when you're a man, no one makes excuses for men. When you're a man, the world can feel very cold to you. People are not quick to help a man out financially. No. That's why you're always going to see more men in the penitentiary than women. For men, if we go broke, there's no government assistance. Fuck all that. Food stamps, the only way that's available to a man if you have a disability. But if you are a well-abled body, and even on a disability, it's not like we live on that shit forever. Most men don't get Section 8 vouchers. Most men, we don't live in subsidized government housing. Hello. Most men, we don't get food stamps in fucking TANF. Because most men, that's like an insult to us. I'd rather go out here and hustle and bustle and struggle. Then it'd be looked at as a vegetable. Then it'd be the victim of the state. Now, we got a lot of women out here that want to do to be like me. Oh, no, I'm not getting no government assistance, no woo-woo-woo. But that's what it was made for. Am I saying a woman should be in or something? No, no, no. What I'm saying is that, see, there are certain uh, modifications and understandings that Women get that men don't get. See, even as a man, people don't understand why you may not have it. Well, why are you broke? You a man. There's really no empathy for men. And we damn sure don't get no fucking sympathy or no charity. Even on child support. The motherfucking courts don't give a fuck if you got to pay your rent and your utilities. You got to handle this, 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 and that. Well, figure it out. You a man. But see, we don't cry about that because that's what makes us tougher. We like, we love those, you know, uh, though, and I, I won't, yeah, we embrace those challenges. I was just say that. We embrace those challenges. See, that's why a lot of us guys, man, when a man gets into a relationship, Unlike a woman, this is why I say men, we're much more stable lovers. Because men, it's always been tough for us. So it's nothing. Oh, if a little problem occurs, a financial difficulty, whatever, hey, man, we're going to get through it. We're just going to have to kind of, you know, scale things back a little bit. But see, what a woman do? She's going to break down. I ain't used to this. Because there's always someone there to help a woman. Especially got kids. Oh, my God. Grandma's there. Mama's there. Daddy's there. The church is there. Catholic Charities is there. SNAP is there.
God is there. Jesus is there. <laughs> the whole heavenly host of heaven is there for her. Men, yeah, we may have God. Yeah, we may have Jesus. But we got to get answers from him. Lord, what do I do? Where do I go? Where do I cast my net into the water? Real talk, man. So, you know, it's amazing. Women say they want to be like men, but they don't really want to live the life of men. That's when women start crying. Oh, it's hard being a single mother. Oh, it's oh, it's so overwhelming having to work and do this and do that. I bet because a woman was never made to toil. A woman was never made to work by the sweat of her brow. <laughs> brow. I said brow. No brow. That that was given to the man because physically and emotionally we're built for that shit. Believe it or not. See, there's a reason why a lot of guys in their late 20s to early 30s could have a gray beard. Have some gray hair. Number one, we, because, like they say, the gray on your head only represents wisdom. But number two, yes, some of it could come from stress. Trying to figure this shit out. It ain't easy being cheesy. And everybody talk about making six figures and making seven figures like the shit is easy. Well, if the shit was so easy, we would have damn near 60% of men that would be making that type of fucking money. And I'm going to keep it a buck, man. Every man ain't trying to slave their life away and, you know, and, and kill themselves over no goddamn money. Yeah, I, I know I talk about complacency being the bane of man. But sometimes God's just like, hey, man, I got everything I need for right now in my life. I got a play. I got a roof over my head. I got heat when it's cold outside. I got cool when it's hot outside. I got a vehicle or, or two. I'm good. I got some money in the bank. I'm good. I can eat. I got food in the fridge. I'm good. See, men are, we're very practical when it comes to looking at life. There's a reason why women are not practical, man. Because someone is always there to bail her out. Someone. Someone is always going to feel sorry for a woman. And I've heard a lot of people, uh -uh, people don't be feeling sorry for it. Yeah, they, they, listen, a lot of women, they get more grace than a man does. Every day of the fucking weekend Twice on Sunday I guarantee it People don't look at women And say hey, you a woman A woman can easily go somewhere And be a damsel in distress Listen bro I had one female man Her finesse game was so cold She look at me and say Baby what you wanna eat today baby I'm like man I don't know She's like you want some Chick-fil-A I'm like, yeah. She would call and tell this whole grandiose story 
about how she had a fire in the house. She got her two kids and shit. How she's been displaced. You know, just straight finesse. And to my surprise, they would give her free food. Maybe she may call a Wendy's today, a Chick-fil-A tomorrow. The next day after that, she may call my fucking, no, no, bro, no bullshit, Olive Garden. And she would really work this shit up. Going a whole with the, with the store manager, what have you. 10-minute charade. And that's when I really uh, started to understand. God damn. A woman can move in this world. She don't even need no motherfucking money. Damn. In fact, the world, hey man, this shit is so cold with women, they ain't even got to sell no fucking pussy. Just show some little crocodile tears. Look like the struggling mother, single mother in, the, in distress that's depressed and repressed and suppressed and oppressed. And motherfucker can get food, free furniture donated to her. Can get toys for Christmas for the kids. And see, y'all be wondering why, man. And again, I didn't know I was going to go here in this direction. I really didn't. But I'm talking to somebody. The game is ministering to us all right now. The Most High is ministering to us right now. Hey, man, I'm just the mouthpiece. I'm just the messenger. But this is why I tell you guys, man. Stop being so quick to be a captain. Save a hoe. Stop thinking that, oh, man, you got to solve a woman's problem with your wallet, with your pocket. Oh, man, she needs me, man. Stop being Mr. D's. Stop being that Mr. Gentleman simp. Because you know what a woman knows? Whether you do it or not, I'm going to get it done. Somebody's going to open the door for her. Somebody's going to let her in. See, this is shit that men, we don't get. Motherfucker will shut the door in a man's face like it ain't shit. And see, this is another reason why, man, no matter how successful you are, no matter how much the most high of the universe blesses your finances, you ain't got time to be a fool and be making it rain and trick on bitches in Magic City. In Club V-Live. Or your favorite in Club Passions. In the Pony. You know, whatever strip club may call. In Club Seduction. And club silhouette. Man, fuck all that. You better be saving your shit. You better be investing your shit. Because the same bitches y'all putting money on, bitch will never put money on your books. Yeah, a bitch will never invest in her. If she won a lottery tomorrow, bitch ain't going to give you shit. In fact, she going to change her number and you get MIA on your ass. Oh, man. Oh, man. Providing for a woman. Oh, man. 50-50. Nah, man. Forget all that. Because your world ain't her world and her world ain't your world. Men and women, we are not alike. The world don't even see us as alike.
Because even the type of jobs that we work, let me say this. Women don't really work construction. Most women are not electricians and plumbers, roofers, window installers. Most women, women don't really, you know, they're not mechanics. What do women get into? Hospitality fields, such as nursing. Waitressing, bartending, being a hostess, all this soft ass shit. Most women work in office buildings or work from home. Most women are not physical. Why y'all think y'all, we got so many fat uh, big bitches out here? They sitting on their ass all day. They don't do what you do. Her grind ain't your grind. And see, that's how, man, you can sell your birthright. Not understanding that she is not equal to you. Even the type of work that you do, it requires more of us men to be more physically fit and able. To stand on your feet 8, 10, 12 fucking hours a day. To be able to climb. To be able to crawl. To be able to have some physical strength. You know, man, you gotta, you know, you may be a trucker. It still requires you to be in shape, being on that road. Yeah, we got more. I see a lot of female truckers these days. And because y'all were had the same occupation, her her path still ain't like your path. Because most chicks, man, they be out here trying to do shit. They just trying to prove shit to themselves. Got a chip on their shoulder. Being a fucking time, a grown ass, overgrown tomboy. See, and I'm talking about genderism right now. Women thinking anything you could do, they could do just as much or greater or better. Most chicks don't really do, you know, they either do hair or do nails or some other shit like that. Some of you guys are HVAC technicians. And electricians. Pounding the pavement, literally. You operate the bobcat or the, you know, the caterpillar. Out there in the elements. Like I used to be when I used to work for a tree service back in the day. Every day, man, I'm picking up, you know, 40 and 50 pound logs and feeding it in the fucking wood chipper. Climbing my tall ass, climbing trees and shit, or going out plowing snow when it's too below zero outside. When everyone else is snowed the fuck in, out here, getting it. Sometimes you don't go back in the house till the snowfall stops, especially when you have businesses and complexes and plazas to do and to plow out. Some of you guys are landscapers. This, you know, yeah, you may, and, and all these jobs, and all these occupations, man, yeah, you can see six figures and shit, but it's hard work. It requires a man to be in shape. So I be seeing some guys, man, killing themselves, drinking Mustards and five-hour energy drinks and shit all day. All that caffeine, putting all that pressure and stress on your heart. 
Then some of these guys, man, you can't come home and get a decent meal. What man wants to come home and got to deal with a nagging ass bitch? No man wants that. See, this is what I'm talking about. The class and the carrots of a woman is the first thing they got to be checked for. Because if you ask me, I feel that most guys really get cheated in their marriages and their, you know, relationships with women. I'm being honest, man. When I hear a lot of guys and the things they're saying 50-50 or how they pay this and basically all the woman has to do is just fuck them. A lot of guys don't even require anything from a woman. Just that she's faithful. Oh, man, as long as she ain't fucking nobody else, man, we good. I done heard too many dudes say this shit. I'm like, no, bruh. Mm-mm, that ain't it. That woman needs to be all into you the same way you're all into her. It's called reciprocity. Being reciprocal. See, women want to be equal, but they never want to be equal in giving that 100, do they? <laughs> For most guys. Because a lot of you guys, man, I got to be honest. You're just happy to have somebody that... Quote unquote says she loves you. You just happy to have something to come home to. You just happy to even say, hey, I got a woman. Even though you know that she's really not that into you. That's why a lot of guys will sit there and to me try to make excuses for women to say, hey, man. Hey, man, no man is really love. It's all on condition. Bruh, again, we're not robots. Yes, as a man, I want to be loved. Bro, that's a a natural human desire. If you don't want to be loved, man, as a man, you got low self-esteem. That means you don't love yourself. Women want to be loved. As a man, yes, you know, and part of love, really the respect language, excuse me, the love language of men is respect. Damn, you don't want a bitch to care about you? That's you telling me? Are we that far gone and that loss is men? That's what it's come to? Oh, you just happy to have somebody. Oh, yeah, I'll be a financial slave. Yeah, I'll be a financial mule. I'll be a fool. I'll be a simp. I'll be a dumbass. Because women don't love you for who you are anyway. They don't love you for what you can do for them. Even when, you, when people take those wedding vows, what does it say? For better or for worse. In sickness and in health. And... Up or down, left or right, in or out, hot or cold. Is she your ride or die? Is she really for you? Is she really with you? See, when a woman is really for you, bro, she don't go out here and put your business, y'all business out on the fucking street. When a woman is really for you, there is nothing, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough 
that she won't be there for you. Now understand, a lot of men, probably besides your own mother or your, your nana or whoever, has never really experienced love. I'm talking about romantic or, you know, you know, from a woman. Yeah, we have women, same shit. Never experienced love from a man. But I know especially with a lot of guys. Because we live in a day and a time where a lot of women, they don't really understand what sacrifice and giving themselves in totality to a man really is. And this is why a lot of content that you hear, a lot of books that you may read, a lot of courses that a lot of you guys may subscribe to, it doesn't help you. It doesn't. Because most shit you're going to hear is about your money and your job and your career. Listen, bro. I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. Never begin your relationships on your money. Money is circumstantial. It comes and it goes. Unless you have generational wealth. I'm talking about like maybe $50 million or more. And even then, how many people have we heard going for broke then? See, you never want to base. Let me say this to you guys, man. You never want to base a relationship on your money or guess what? Get a load of this or even her money. You got to base the relationship on good faith. Through and through. Faith. Not fate, but faith. Because faith without works is dead. But it starts with the faith of a mustard seed. See, faith is, hey man, no matter what, we gonna be all right. We gonna get through it. We just gotta grind harder. We just gotta work smarter. We just gotta be wise about what we're doing and we'll begin to scale up. We gonna, you know, we'll, you know, we'll be okay. That's why a lot of guys fuck up at. Oh, man, get the money, then you get the girl. Really? And this is why a lot of guys say that that's just their number one mistake. Oh, women only love you for what you can do for them. No, you want a woman to love your spirit. Yeah, man, that shit's real. Because I've experienced it. That's why I can talk like this. You should not be listening to any fucking dating coach. Seduction guru that hasn't had positive experiences with women or a or just one woman doesn't even have to be with a multitude of women, but just one. And I'm not talking about no sucker shit, no simp shit. For an example, man, I'm going to just call him out. There's a guy by the name of Brother Polite. Now, a lot of not and and he's he has a polygynous marriage. He got like four wives. And one thing I said, and see, this is what you guys gotta understand. Well, anyway, let me let me finish. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, it's not a lot of men that can even get one wife that's, you know, cooperative and you know. Kind and 
submissive and follows his lead. So, yeah, man, anytime you hear about a man having four wives, or you got you got everybody's attention, men and women, everybody. Like, damn, what he got? Let me hear this dude. Let me hear what he got to say. <laughs> this is the, in fact, this is the infatuation with a pimp. Oh, damn, this is a pimp. How many hoes he got in this stable? He got five hoes. Damn, let me, let me sit up for this shit. Because we understand, bro, that's, that's an amazing shit. They be dealing with women. They all know about each other, and all of them, each one of them, is in line. But the brother polite, I guess he's some type of, uh, you know, influencer and things like that. But one thing where he lost me at, he said the woman is his god. Wow. He said he worships all of his wives. He worships them. Like literally, what he the way he explained it, he bows down to them. See, just that quick, he went the quote unquote alpha to instant to an instant beta to me. You know why? Because he sold his birthright as a man. He's leveraged too much of himself, calling himself trying to have four wives. But that ain't it. Another thing that made him beta to me is when he said that one of his wives owns the rights. Not that, you know, he set his wives up all with businesses. What are all self-sufficient with residual income? But again, he leveraged too much of himself. When he said one of his wives owns 65% of his publishing company. The rights, the publishing, the, you know, that's like your blood, your sweat, your tears. You know, it's like, again, going back to music. When people own rights to your Music or your cataloging, your publishing. This is something years later that you can sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Because you own your, quote unquote, your intellectual property. See, bro, let me say this, man. Don't be selling out to have one woman, four women, ten women. What what women, let me say this, bro. It's, yes, it's going to be easy for other women to accept other women when you sit up there, you're giving them houses that they didn't really earn or work for. You're giving them your life's work, your livelihood that they don't deserve. Bro, that ain't alpha. Nah, man, you ain't pimping. Nah, man, you ain't winning. Nah, man, that's selling yourself out. Bro, we don't sell ourselves out for no pussy. That ain't what we do. That ain't what it is. That ain't the lick. (laughs) That is not the lick. I'm telling you, man, no. See, I told you guys, man, everything you do for a woman is a reward. A reward. 
Marriage is a reward for a faithful woman that's faithful in her giving, faithful in her doing, faithful with her body, faithful with her gratitude and her appreciation for you. See, that's why a lot of you guys, you don't get the token of the ultimate uh, love, which is the token of appreciation. You, you never make a woman suffer for nothing. And when I say suffer, meaning long standing with you, withstand with you, endure with you. You say, you know what? This is the woman who I am well pleased. Let me go ahead and take her out. Let me go and splurge on a little bit. Because she's done everything I've needed her to do. She's been everything that I've needed her to be to me. And even with that woman, when you do reward, she's like, oh, baby, thank you. It means the world to her. Because she's no, you know, it's like she's reaping the reward. But the woman must sow into you. That's all I be telling you guys. Ain't always about you sowing into the woman. Investing your time, your money, your energy, your effort. Oh, man, I just do it, man, because I love her. I just, man, that's my baby, man. I love her. Man, you know what I'm saying? We got good sex. And I'm like, what else? Good sex? What else? Oh, man, the sex is just great. That's all y'all can get? That's all you really getting out the bitch? She's done with, listen, bro, she's done that with 50 guys before you. And, and then what? What has she done for you lately? Let me ask you a question, man. Do you know how much your girl even makes it her? Do? Nah, man, I don't need. Man, ain't my business, man. I'm good with mine. I got my own money. Simple. Like simpleton. Oh, these simple ones. See, you can't even get a woman to open up her pocketbook to you. You can't even get a woman to level with you and tell you exactly what she has going on. Everything's a secret on her end. Victoria's Secret. Plato's Closet. You don't know what's in her closet. See, it's the woman that opens up to you. That's the one that's really with you. If you can't get a woman to open up to you about a traumatic experiences, if you can't get a woman to open up to you about her finances, what she has going on, about her family... Bro, there's no bond there, bro. That's what we call getting to a woman's mind, getting into her soul. Because really, she doesn't trust herself with you. She doesn't trust you. She doesn't trust you to be her man. To be her headship. I'm, I'm just letting y'all know what it is. A lot of you guys, you don't know your girl's deep, dark, secret fantasies, do you? And a lot of you guys are too even scared to find out. See, that causes a, a dis, an, an emotional disconnect. Um, all right. Like I got, oh, man, man, don't matter, man. I got the girl. I got the girl. Nah. <laughs> Man, you may have her in body, but do you have her in spirit? You may just be something to do. 
In fact, most women are with the men that they're with out of convenience, not out of desire. Let me say that again. Most women are with most guys out of convenience, not desire. Not the man that she requires. Not the man that she views as a sire. Not the man that she sees as higher. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I don't know what it is, man. No cap, all facts. And I'm telling y'all this man out of love. Not to disharden you, not to disparage you, not to be mad, but to sharp. Listen, man, iron, iron sharpeneth iron. But for you to get sharper, for you to get wiser. Bro, even I do this shit, man, I'm speaking to myself too. I need to get wiser and sharper and be better. I'm not the master of this shit because I'm, I'm not the orchestrator of it. I'm learning game every day too, Jack. I'm getting better and better too. I've already said starting this show, man, I ain't always picked the best quality of women. But here's the difference that makes all the difference. See, what guys get caught the fuck up at is when you're trying to make a commitment to a woman that you know is low, that operates and that, you know, on a lower vibrational frequency. See, that's what you need that discernment at. To understand, okay, she's just made for the moment. Okay, you know what? She's just sometime. She's just fun time. That's it. And that's all. Don't put no baby in her. That's it. That's all. Yeah, this is just a seasonal thing. That's it. That's all. Yeah, you know what? All right, it's cuffing season right now, you know. But she ain't made for forever. That's it and that's all. And this is why, honestly, bro, I'm going to keep it a buck. You got to learn how to stick and move. Oh, man, I ain't trying to be no player. Nah. Well, stop worrying about that shit. Because let me tell you something. You think a woman cares about what you think? If you call her a slut, if you call her a hoe, no, she gonna move how she move. See, this is why nice guys finish last at. You're worried about, you know, how you're gonna be perceived. Because mama told you, don't be no play, don't be no dog now. Man, whatever. I don't give a damn. If you run across a million women and ain't neither one of the bitches it, she just ain't it. Oh, well, not your problem. Man, it's a crazy jungle out here. You think a lion worries about if, oh, don't eat that poor little gazelle. Oh, don't devour that nice zebra. No, motherfucker gonna eat. And that's what a lot of you guys fuck up at. You let a woman shame you and guilt you into a relationship that doesn't benefit you. Into an arrangement. A lot of you, see, that's what we talk about. We talk about situationships or what I refer to them as circumstantial ships. You don't even have a relationship. You have an arrangement. 50-50, oh, y'all roommates. What the fuck is that? That's not a woman that's willing to go all out for you, break herself for you. Yes, she likes you, but she doesn't admire you. 
Yes, she's fond of you, but she doesn't respect you. You got to know the difference. Think every bitch I fucked wanted to me to be their leading man? No. She was probably fond of me, liked me, thought I was handsome or sexy, but that's about it. I'm good with that, though. Feels good to be wanted in one way or another. Because one way or another, I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. Don't matter. Shit, I, I got what I wanted out of her anyway. Even if it is just sex. Can't take everybody with you. I don't even try to. I want y'all to wisen up out here, man. Lesson learned. It ain't about running from women because I ain't gonna lie. Women are women no matter where the fuck you go. For all you passport bros, let me say this in the last segment of this, in the last leg. See, you motherfuckers, you want to run over here and run over there and run over here with no wisdom, no game, no understanding. I just did a show on game is not playing games and talking about how guys just, hey, man, let me go over here and find a more submissive woman. It don't matter how nice or kind she is. If you were lame here, you're going to be a lame there. If you struggle with women here, you're going to struggle with them over there, too. Because women are women. I've also I already told you guys the only thing that changes women from one geographic to another demographic or what have you is culture and religion. That's it. But fundamentally, women are the same. Emotional. They need direction from a man. What you are to a woman, you are a uh, preservatory for women. That's what you are. We're talking about providing, protecting, and all this other shit. You're the conservatory. That's what you are. All these guys, man, man, I'm going to go to to the DR. It's still the West, by the way. I'm going to go to Brazil. It's still the West. Thailand, okay. Men in the Philippines. Western culture still. What you got for when you get there? Little women find you appealing? Physically? Mentally? Emotionally? But see, instead of guys trying to look inside themselves, they want to look outside in the world. Where can I go? Where can I run? Because see, this shit with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane, man, that's some bullshit. See, that's why I ain't fucking with these hoes. Man, any woman, any woman can wrangle your ass. If you're not careful, if you have no self-respect, if you're not wise... If you're foolish for women, if you're gullible for women. Because you can go over there overseas and shit and find yourself in a whole nother predicament situation. You end up with this badass Brazilian chick and she got a boyfriend and these motherfuckers, they some gorillas. Now they holding you for fucking ransom. Then chopped your body all down with machetes and shit. I put you in some type of incinerator and you're never to be seen or found again. Yeah, man, this shit happens every fucking day. 
but you're still going to the fucking slums. Yeah, they have their nice terrace areas, but you're going to the slums. And they know there are a lot of square-ass tourists that come over there looking for a good girl to marry, to settle down with. And a lot of these guys are just prey. I'm being honest, man. Yeah, there are some guys that, hey, man, things went well. But that's the minority, not the majority. Because whether a woman speaks Portuguese, whether a woman speaks Spanish or Mandarin or French or Italian, I'm not talking about this primal attraction shit, bro. That's animal instinct. And sometimes a woman can smell the weakness on a man. They can sense that shit because they're intuitive creatures, man. I'm telling y'all what the fuck it is. Oh, this guy, he gets no pussy. He gets no chocha. No kuka. And then she go flashing a smile. It's the same thing all over again. Because you ain't learned no game, no wisdom, no insight, no foresight. So a lot of guys think, oh, man, we're getting up out of here, man. That's it. Passport bro for life. Okay. Y'all think it's that simple, that easy, huh? Bro, if you listen, if you suck a woman where you're at. How you think you gonna get a woman in a foreign land that speaks a foreign language that, you know, I mean, come on, man. Let's put the clues together. If you don't get women here, how you think you gonna get them over there? That's all I'm saying. If you can't get women to cooperate, cooperate with you here, what makes you think there is gonna be different? And over here in America, let me tell you something. This is the melting pot. We got everything in America. We have Puerto Rican women. Moroccan women, black women, Caribbean women, white women, Hispanic women, Asian women. All you got to do is travel to another part of the United States. They're not in your area. You want some Filipino women and shit, some Native American, you know, women and shit. Arizona, head west, west coast, Texas. You want to deal with some Puerto Ricans? East Coast, New York, Dominicans. Oh, New York, Philly, Jersey. All day long, all day strong. Oh, you want to deal with some Venezuelan women? Northside Chicago. You know, West Coast, Cali. You know, Washington. Ethiopian women, oh, Minnesota, like a lot of your playing states got that. So already, if you come from the states of even Canada, Canada is more diverse than even America is, if you ask me. <laughs> you know? Oh, man, but see, see, when they come over there, they're Americanized. Uh, I want y'all to understand something, man. On these islands and shit, 
These women, they get their cues from the mainlands, from the inlands, in case you didn't know. But a lot of you guys have been misinformed and ill-advised. I'm going to leave it here, man. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for your time and your attention and your donations. Salute. I'm going to talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah.